another year, another year. Another year, another year scatting. Why? Why? I'm the scat no, man. Please, I do this. I, I, please, I do the scatting. Please, let's not Skitty end. Skitty bop pow. That's right, baby. We're starting off. We're looking back. We're looking back and starting off with some scatting. This is why I have seasonal depression. Roll the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it again! Oh my god! Oh my lord! I think I think that's a great way to encapsulate to look back at the year. You know, you know, just the, the year where Evan loses his mind. And I actually think that's the name of one of our episodes. Or is it? Thorno no, it was Thorno loses his mind. Maybe. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So, man, looking back, uh, how was your 2022? I mean, 20. 22 was you know it, it was pretty good i mean i we had a lot of cool things come out you know media wise and um we'll and, talk about media in a second okay, okay we'll talk about media in a second i'm, I'm talking about you i'm talking about, about me you. about yeah, the boy you 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 about the boy i mean 2022 was good you know i i was going through it for a little bit as we all do of course but you know found found my footing a little bit you know got got rid of some concerns that i had but uh uh-huh. overall you know i let's I, say Let's do let's do two things. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm apparently leading this episode. Apparently. I don't know why we so that so that we don't keep on going. Two things that happened in 2022 um that changed your life. That changed my life. Yeah, for the better. Okay. Okay. Two things that changed my life for the I mean my my job obviously. Okay, that's like one. That's an obvious one. That's one. Congratulations you know, I, I again. Was able, uh, yeah, you know, I was able to find something that I like and and you know that I I enjoy mm-hmm. some days, but um, <laughs> you know sometimes we get our bad days. We all got um, those bad days. Second, I'm not sure. You know, I mean, I I'm I'm happy with my with my friends and my mm-hmm. girlfriend and and my family and mm-hmm. and everything. So uh, maybe the opportunity to grow as a creator. Okay. I mean, I was looking, you know, the Spotify wrapped came out uh-huh. and fun fact, they actually do it for podcasts too. If you're a podcast owner, and we, I, th- I think we talked a little bit about this already, but we might have, I don't know if, if we did. I mean, we talked about definitely in person, but you know, I was looking back at the stats, shout out to my, what was it? My two people from, uh, the UK. Thanks. Um, but it was just interesting to see like the episodes that did good and and how we got a few more viewers and we had some consistent viewers and it was just nice to see that you know that i i feel like we've talked about this year really was us coming back because i thought about it earlier our 2021 wrap-up was when we restarted the podcast yes so i think it is interesting looking back at this year now how we've decided to, to step up the podcast a little bit more not just technology wise mm-hmm. but just as as an overall thing <laughs> and like i said you know season two as we like to call it of the podcast mm-hmm. was a nice little resurgence and a nice little us taking a step back and going what do we want to talk about of course what do we want to do as as a podcast as we and look forward to season three as we look forward <laughs> to the very short-lived season two to season three as we like to call it um 
and I, I'm excited. I know this podcast topic is about the past, but I'm very much looking forward to the future and seeing both the things that we're going to do in and outside of this podcast. Uh, and just to see, I hope at our 2023 looking uh, forward, looking forward, we have so much more exciting things to talk about, about this podcast and about mm-hmm. the future of things. And about us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you itch. All right. Two great things that happened to me this year. Um, I lost my job. Mm. Yes, yes. I yes. got laid off. I I think I've I've mentioned it on the podcast. Before. I don't think you have. I think I think that was one of the one things we've we we tried we'll not always, to. Yeah. So in September I got laid mm. off. Um my company lost a huge client. Or oh, well, my former company lost a huge client. Uh and I got let go from a job that I had been with for almost almost three years at that point um and at the moment obviously when you lose your job it just sucks uh and i'm still feeling some of the repercussions of that you know i'm so used to having a certain amount of money that uh i've had to like really be stingy on recently um but i realized when i lost it that i had been i had been living for the money and I had been killing myself for the money. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many times now that I get to hang out with you guys, uh, uh, get to to hang out um, online, uh, get to go out with you guys, get to be with my nieces. You know, I never got to really pick up my niece from school mm-hmm. um, until I lost my job. And my brother knows now that he can rely on me to just emergency pick her up at two o'clock Um I've been able to be with my family more. And I'm not going to say that it's all good because obviously. It has its benefits. Yeah, it, 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 it was the best thing for me. In the long run, in the short run, damn, man, not having that paycheck sucks. But I truly think that losing it set me free mm-hmm. again. And hopefully in the long run hopefully in 2023 at least that'll pray uh, that'll play dividends or pay dividends oh the second one i don't know man you know i got my niece hey you did get oh, that's a fucking niece. right okay yeah i got my goddaughter uh my goddaughter was born um and she is adorable i love her to death um so 2022 we did take a few steps back in some places but we took giant steps forward in other places uh, with the podcasts in our lives and uh, looking forward to 2023. Hopefully uh, next uh, year wrap. We can uh, say even more. Mm-hmm. Maybe next year it'll be three things. Three things, maybe four things, maybe five things. Yeah. But one so, thing that will not change is that we always watch play games and uh are geeks i'm glad that you went really serious and introspective because i was going to say that i'm going to continue to do random scatting so we're gonna have one in 2023 that was what was a bad thing that happened to you last year scatting's gonna be my number one okay one day you'll get used to it one day you'll join me <laughs> no my man i've been friends with you for 21 years i'm used to you no no one day you'll join one day you will do the one 
that is doing a, a musical will, I, it will be, rhythmic it, it, it chant. It will be the day before I either win an Oscar, get married, or have a child. Let's do it. That will be the day I will be so happy Well, we that will, I will scat with you. We will look back on that day as we are looking back into on this year. our top things of 2022. 22. I feel so like where do we start? Movies, TV shows, books? I'm going to start. We did read a few books this year. We did read a few books. I'm going to start where I feel like, in my opinion, I have a little bit more say just to power through it because I feel like because of what you just mentioned, more frequently you've had a little bit more time. Yeah. But, um, which is gaming. Uh-huh. Um, so right off the bat, we're going to hit. And once again, as I think we mentioned last year in our 2021 look back, obviously there's going to be a lot of things that we haven't seen. A lot of popular things like right off the bat. I don't think either of us have watched House of the Dragon, which was like a big popular thing for no. 2022. Or like I haven't watched Sandman still, but you have. So like there's going to be things that you guys might be like, you guys didn't talk about this. It's just because we haven't seen it or we forgot. And there's um, going to be things from prior, like that came out in the past. Like did, that didn't come out in 2022. Yes, but that we, but that we yes, discovered I had, in I had one that I wanted to talk about. Exactly. That so that we discovered in 2022. So I think in gaming, I put this one at the top just because funny enough, it came out in the beginning of 2022. And it's uh -huh. one that I wanted us to both talk about because you did play this one, which is Pokemon Legends Arceus and how it kind of set the stage. Gave us that resurgence of Pokemon that you and I had been talking about. We yeah. wanted for a while because um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it for as much as I played it. I, I agree. And obviously, I will be honest with you. Uh, have not touched it in months uh, just because other games came out and whatnot. It is a game that I have been wanting to go back to. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it was a great way to kick off the gaming year. Um, something that kind of engaged us. It was fun to see us both kind of be next to each other. Kind of like we, we, what we've been doing a little bit more recently with Pokemon Scarlet, which we'll get into later. Um, and kind of just enjoy that and have that sort of nostalgia of playing Pokemon together. Mm -hmm. um, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, thought it was really solid. I don't really have a lot more to say because I'm going to take Prime and some of these other things. Yeah. But I don't know if you want to quickly. No, it was a fun game. It set the stage for... It, it brought a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. to a series that... That was, that I mean, felt I, like it I was do not stale. know because I feel like we had this. I feel like we talked about this on a podcast and I mentioned it in the, in the past, but I don't know if we could ever find the recording. But it was I remember talking about Sword and Shield mm -hmm. and how I hated it. Yes. Like how I didn't even finish the game because it was garbage and all of that and how I, I had given up on Pokemon. Arceus. Mm -hmm. Or Arceus or Arceus or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, brought a breath of fresh air. Now, admittedly, didn't play most of it. I played up to like the first like big monster. And mm -hmm. then like I had work and I didn't have time. Mm -hmm. um, but it set the stage for Scarlet uh, and Violet. And I beat the shit out of that game. Yeah, you you did. I, like, I have still yet <laughs> to beat it. You are... Miles I am ahead. done. Yeah. And I have most of the Pokedex done. Um, And it was it, it, like, it, it, I remember the best tweet that I heard about Scarlet and Violet was it's a mess of glitches. It looks, nah. it's, mm -hmm. it's not the most intuitive game. 
and I've had the most fun playing this Pokemon than I've had since. Well, the tweet didn't say this. This is just me because they said X and Y uh, because that was their first Pokemon generation. But I finally loved Pokemon like I loved it when I played Ruby and Sapphire. Mm -hmm. And that's my favorite Pokemon game because uh, mm -hmm. it was my first one. Well, my first one, quote yeah. unquote. Um, but I I fucking love this game. Which, which speaking of, this was something I was going to bring up on the last pod, but I just it just resurged my mind. What is what, what do you think about our childhood kind of coming to an end with the confirmation that <laughs> of, of, Ash is no longer going to be I guess the, we can dip a little bit just into, a little bit yeah I mean we're going to we're going to be jumping around a of lot course. like we we starting with games but like I also don't want to only talk about like movies and stuff like that like of there's course. events that happened this year Yes yes um yeah he became the very best that no one ever was Yeah I I think and that hurts me I know that we said it kind of jokingly but like I really do think as a as a friend group collectively, we should all watch the last eight episodes. I, I do too. Because I think I think we've we've always talked about like when when Naruto ended for me and you, it was such a our childhood is done. Yeah. Then when what was the other one? There was that we've always talked about that when One Piece ends, that's gonna crush. End us. of an era. I don't think we you and I ever thought that Pokemon was gonna be a thing, at least the, the no, anime that with Ash, Ash was gonna finally like See, the, the thing is, is that you and I have like a very deep connection with this, not because of like Ash and we like Pokemon and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to date ourselves, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, the Pokemon anime mm -hmm. came out in 1996. Mm -hmm. um, Ash has been searching to be the very best since the day we were born. Yep. It has been 26 years, almost 27 for you. Mm -hmm. And we grew up with this motherfucker and Pikachu and him going through every single place as we grew up doing the same thing as he's falling, failing. And it's like, it's like this year as well, uh, when uh, a guy from Blue's Clues all came back. <laughs> Yeah, came back and he's like, I see you. I'm proud of you. And everyone's and just, like, why do we need that? Yeah. And it's just those moments of like, you grow up now and you're an adult and you realize like, dude, I lost my job. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I, that's so adult. It's disgusting. Um, But there's these moments like that your childhood comes back for a moment and they're like, hey, mm -hmm. you remember this thing that f you found peace in that you enjoyed and that you grew up with? They've had the same struggles as you. You can do it. And it... The only fumble is how dare them not play... The original? The original song <laughs> in the final well, fight, I don't, dude. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think that episode's been dubbed yet. So maybe... Maybe when they do the dub... Oh, that's true. Dude, they have to. They have to when Pikachu's going. The I want to be the very best. True. We were fucking yelling it in my room when we were watching that scene. It, it was. Pokemon really had itself a year, didn't it? It really did. But I mean, and we'll get into Pokemon Scarlet and Violet later. No, on. All right, let's just get into it now. Finish I mean, the Pokemon. I, I enjoyed it. I Like I said, I haven't beaten it yet, but I've logged in at least, I think, like. 24 25 hours into it uh-huh i'm like almost done uh and i just think like we've i think we talked a little bit about it in the past but if not uh yeah i think like you mentioned i think it was a good step forward i think having the ability to 
not streamlined, but to kind of choose. Like there were so many memes about people being like, dude, I just fought the first gym. I'm level 47. Yeah. Like, and I think that's great because I think having still those story elements that we're used to, which is gym leaders, uh, an evil team to fight, or mm -hmm. in this case, you know, whatever having no and now implementing what they did in arceus with like these um like alpha type yeah pokemon i think was such a good step forward in allowing you to have what they said it was which is the first quote-unquote open world pokemon game no and, and i was... think it was such a good start and obviously you said it perfectly the game's not perfect there's a bunch of glitches it's there's there's a bunch of but it feels so enjoyable where, where Arceus was a half step forward, mm -hmm. Scarlet and Violet were a full step forward. It's indicative of the fact that the story that I enjoyed most was not getting my... Like, like I enjoyed the other two stories more than I enjoyed getting the A-badges and beating the Agreed. Elite Four. Like, also, for me, the Elite Four were, oh, I just need to beat them so that I can keep on the story. Yeah, also, Loki, slight spoilers for Scarlet, bro. They hooked me with that dog. No, I saw that dog and, and, and I was like, all right, my main objective is to fight the fucking dude, alpha beast now. Dude, and the violet. It's there's the same story. Yeah. Yeah. That dog. I and then the 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 fucking team star. Slight spoilers. Slight spoilers. Um no no no. The, the I I got two more to beat. The team star, well, you know this because it's like they're just bullied kids. Oh yeah, they were just like, yeah, we were all outcasts, so we became friends. And they're they're like they're like that was their safe space. And then I was like, did we destroy Pokemon? Their safe space? What is happening? It, it 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 they, I'm stumbling. It was a really fun game. Agreed. It was a really fun game, and for someone who hasn't played video games a lot this year because I really didn't have the time, it was really nice in the last couple of months to be able to play something mm -hmm. like that. Agreed. I'll I'll move on to another one that you and I both have okay. in common before we get into the obvious one that we know I'm going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's speed run these. Yeah. Uh, Elden Ring came out this year and obviously it it took was the gaming community uh, in its grasp. Uh, I beat the game. I know you're still... I took a break from it because it was pissing me off. It was infuriating. I yeah, get yeah. it. Um, by the way, I finally did beat the game. Yeah. I've been going back every few weeks now. To fucking beat it. Yeah. And I finally beat it. Nice. Uh, I should have recorded it so I could show it to you guys, but whatever. Um, Fun um, game so far. Uh, Really fun as some... I know you've never played a Souls game. Yeah, this genuinely was my first sort of trek yeah. into the Souls games. Um, I played Dark Souls 3. Uh, and then I played the other two after that. Um, But 3 was the first one that I ever played. It's... It's a fun game. I understand why so many people love it. Mm -hmm. I don't like it as much as I like Dark Souls 3. Of course. And I, I think... But I haven't beaten the game, so I really yeah. can't say anything. I think, I think knowing you and the type of person you are, once you really find your footing in the game... Because I told I told our friend Aesthetica this. There's such a high you feel when you are doing good in the game and when you are kind of trucking through these bosses. And then there's just that, like... That anime grinding that you feel when you're like, this boss is destroying me. But you see, th this is where I start to have a problem with open, open world games. Mm -hmm. uh, it's funny that the first two games we talked about are open worlds. Mm -hmm. um, Pokemon, the open world aspects just leads to you can do whatever you want and you'll always be fine. Mm -hmm. You can just... Oh yeah, no. Right? In Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, you're like, 
I don't want to fight this boss. But then you turn the corner and three wolves will gang yeah, up on you. Yeah, you know, like, uh, Elden Ring, the problem I have with games that have such a high level of... of Difficulty. Difficulty is that when you are crutched. in a streamlined story... When you're crutched, you're crutched. No, it's not even when you're crutched, you're crutched. When you're in a streamlined story, you're like, I have to beat this boss to continue. But because Elden Ring has such a high measure of, of freedom, it becomes... It almost becomes a chain of like, do I stay at this boss or do I go somewhere else or do I go like, like it just becomes too much that for me, I stopped playing the game because I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do now. That's fair. I get that. And I can understand why that would be not viable. Obviously that goes reverse also because there are a lot of people like me just being like, how did I stumble into this fucking city? Yeah. So like it does have its pros and cons, uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I definitely think I want to get back into it do like a second run through maybe as like a different maybe a magic because mm -hmm. i played a melee class mm -hmm. um <laughs> maybe i'll try a uh, magic i didn't want to throw one last game because we talked about how there's going to be some things that weren't necessarily 2022 but our experience with them was 2022 yeah so i wanted to give just a slight little shout out to our time playing divinity original sin 2 it was a fun game i enjoyed it I still want to play it. Oh, I mean, get, we can I get, do just to run I, you and I. I'm kind of down with that. Maybe we'll throw in our friend okay. Anthony. Uh, then I'll do two really quick ones. Mm -hmm. uh, got to play Devour this year with mm -hmm. uh, our friends. Uh, really fun. Really funny. Um, if you don't like scary games, don't play it. Yeah. The jump scares even scare me, and I know they're coming. Um, but the, the sheer craziness of that game... Uh, I haven't had highs like that in a video game in a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, Overwatch 2. I mean, yeah, I was going to mention I'm, that. I've one never been an too. Overwatch person, um, but I've been really enjoying uh, Overwatch 2. I like that there's no second tank because that was annoying as fuck. Um, and so I've been having a lot of fun with that game. Uh, there's not really much to say about Overwatch 2. It's just Overwatch 1, but with a 2 in front Updated. of it uh, after yeah. it. Um, I've been starting to play Valorant uh and stuff like that but yeah i'll um shut up because i wanted to save uh 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 chris what's his name not chris uh christopher judge christopher judge amount ironic. of time a christopher judge amount of time for you to talk about your baby yeah. so she got a little ragnarok uh came out this year mm -hmm. came out like three weeks ago i don't know why i'm making it seem like it came out a long time ago uh just changed the game for me personally um <coughs> does it beat kingdom hearts 2 yes Woo! i've i have told our friends this that's a bold statement because, everyone. because because kingdom hearts 2 obviously to me has a symbolic meaning uh and i still think as a game stands up pretty well yeah but what god of war ragnarok does just just in sheer terms of storytelling and i've i've always said this which is god of war 2018 and god of war ragnarok took kratos which was not a one-dimensional character but definitely but, the original games was a little bit more cut cutthroat cut dry i no, guess would be the it's best. that it's that it was almost kratos in the first Yes. Let's say the, eight the, games. The first I don't games remember. Was, was pure the first series, vengeance. The and first was, series was um a power fantasy. Yes. If the first seven games were were the power fantasy, these two games are a character study. Yes. And I think that what they do with 
with not just Kratos, but obviously with the people around him, with mm -hmm. Atreus, who became one of the most surprising things in these two games, and just the relationship that they have with each other and with <coughs> these other characters that we come to love, that we come to to root for, is, is just something to me that I think shows the power of video games. Mm -hmm. People have always mentioned that you know video games have have in the last you know decade or so have become these fantastical stories have become these stories that stand on their own you know obviously i'm a big playstation guy so obviously i'll give you the examples of god of war of the last of us of even spider-man and kind of how they go and create these engaging stories while still being a gameplay focused thing and i think what ragnarok did is is just the greatest representation to me of how gaming can change mm -hmm. people and just change the genre in general mm -hmm. um like i said i could be here for another fucking you hour can be here half. for a christopher judge amount um, of time but all i will say is is if you are a person that likes stories i have a ps5 you, and obviously very obviously <laughs> if you are a person that likes mythology um or even just a person that likes challenging because the game's fucking challenging. Well, that's because you put it on a harder difficulty. Well, yeah, I put it on the highest difficulty because I'm a masochist. Mm. But New Game Plus comes out soon. Comes out in like three months, so I need to I need to beat all my bosses, mm -hmm. my secret bosses, so I can because I told you I I'm a hundred percent in the game. Yeah. Like I told myself I'm not gonna make it my main focus because I will go insane because mm -hmm. I'm stuck on this one boss. That's a whole other thing. But if you are a fan of character studies of storytelling or of just a, a, a good game with good mechanics just give god of war 2018 and ragnarok and a you shot. have a ps5 uh i mean it's on ps4 obviously ps5 is the preferred thing but give it a shot i want it on that's, the fucking pc man that's it for gaming from what i can think of i was looking back at my history i don't think there's a lot Hades? more games that was in 2022 mm. um I mean, you saw me looking up at my Steam. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure that there's a few little ones that we've missed. Uh, oh, yeah, there is another one. Um, really unfortunate timing for it, but uh, Horizon Forbidden West was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Obviously, it kind of got a little overshadowed by Elden Ring, but a uh, pretty solid game. Uh, I've always liked the franchise, so I thought it was a really solid uh, addition to it. I think that's what I have for gaming. Okay. Um, I'm making sure yeah i mean i don't really have any other games uh, again i only started playing games again recently um so i'm gonna be trying to give a few more story games i really want to play uh the new rick and morty game oh uh high on life high on life where is it is it on steam i think it's on steam okay it might be on consoles too i'm not sure uh i don't have consoles you know that mm -hmm. but um yeah, I, I want to try that game because I heard it's awesome. <coughs> um, it is pretty awesome. I also uh, wanted to try Shadows Over Loathing. I haven't heard uh, of that. It's a, it's a release of a game. Uh, not release. It's... Mm. Continue. I did have one more. There was a game that came out called West Over Loathing a while back ago, and it was like really beloved by the community. They released a... A sequel called West Overloathing. I'm not West. Uh, Shadows Overloathing, which is like Eldritch Horror Story type thing. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. 
Um, I've seen some gameplay of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. that's. I I had two more. Okay, real go quick ahead. That I thought of. Uh, one shout out uh to Gotham Knights because I only played as Red Hood the whole time. Uh, I get why why it's mixed. I get it. And then uh, two shout out to the forest for having the moment where I think I've <laughs> had the most silent rage I've ever seen Aesthetica, which is uh we love him. But our good friend Fernie accidentally uh, broke down our house, and I don't think I've ever heard. And in that game, it takes so long. Yeah, I think it literally took us like three and a half hours to build that house. Uh, but yeah, you got any more you want to fire off before you no, move on? No, um, I really want there to be a good uh, soccer game mm -hmm. because I want to live my messy fantasy. Mm. So I guess I'll, th that was my way of transitioning into. I'm gonna talk about sports really quick. Yeah, yeah, go do yeah, your, yeah. do your five minutes while I go go to the bathroom. Okay, so uh, sports is like like I, I'm the sports person of the two of us, and like I used to be a lot more into sports than I used to be. I still keep up with my football. Um, I don't care about basketball and uh, baseball like I used to. But in the back of my mind, I have always a little bit cared about soccer. And obviously, when the premier soccer tournament uh, that comes around every four years, it's like the Olympics comes around. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter uh, what you believe in. I think everyone had a, an opinion about this. Even some of our friends that like definitely don't care about sports. Um, I'm a big believer in stories. I'm a big believer in the fact that stories are very powerful. And when you have a man who has spent his entire, entire career, we could say that it's his, it's the reason he was born. It's the reason he feels that he was put onto this earth. Um, and he has always been around. I mean, I've, I've known about Lionel Messi since I was young because he would go against the team that uh, I root for, which is Real Madrid. Um, for him to have said, this is my last World Cup. He's like, I can't be doing this no more. And it might not be his last World Cup, but he said it was. For him to come into here, him to have all the people tell him that he's washed out, that he's not as good as he used to. And for him to go and win the last trophy, the, the, the crowning moment for his legacy... You know, there's a lot of talk in basketball. Who's the greatest of all time? You know, that people say LeBron, people say Michael Jordan, people say Kareem. People do that in, in football. People, people, I mean, Miami people love to say Dan Marino. He's not. Uh, a lot of people have agreed on Tom Brady, stuff like that. People always have these arguments in the sport. Who is the best to have played the game? A lot of times. There's these, there's these like, oh, if LeBron wins a few more championships, he, he'll be the best. Oh, if this person does this, he'll be the best. Everyone said, if Messi wins a World Cup, he will have been the best to play the game. And for it to finish the way that that final finished, it was like penalty shootouts, last minutes, tied game, incredible game. And to see him just finally, like you could see the relief in his face the minute he like grabs that trophy and people uh, uh, have a problem because uh, the Qatar um, 
I don't know if he was like the head of Qatar or whatever. They wrapped a shawl around him that uh, indicates royalty. Now, people are like, he, they shouldn't have done that. They had no right to do that. But there's a picture of him grabbing the World Cup for the first time. Uh, Messi had, uh, and I might be wrong about this. This is just what I've read. Messi had never touched the World Cup because he had thought that it was bad luck. He touches the World Cup, has this thing around him, crowning him as royalty. And he gets the one thing that he had to get to prove that he was the best to ever play the game. My man, there are no, like he, he had his ass moments. He did have his ass moment. He was the best like no one ever was. Like the, the world sometimes is very scary, but we've been eating good these last few months. Mm -hmm. And so in 2022, the world got to sit there as a guy got crowned the best to ever do it. And that's, that's, I think that's important in some way. I know I've lost a bunch of people. This is not a sports thing, but like, no, it's, it's important. Like you said, I think it's, it's an important thing to look back at the legacy that Messi has had as, as not just a player, but in the sport. Yeah. So I think no, it's and, cool. And you rarely get to sit there and, or you get to live while other people get to be the best at something. Yeah. Like we weren't, or at least we were too young for the, for Jordan. Yeah. But we can say, yeah, we, we saw, we saw the, the, we World saw the Cup crowning moment, you know, of Messi. Yeah. And like, you know, if we look back, we weren't at the Renaissance. The Renaissance. You know, people don't paint like they used to. Now, there's an argument to be made that we have altered the style. And then there's more like you could argue that Ragnarok is just an indication of people <laughs> having their crowning moment, creating maybe the best game to ever exist. Yeah. Uh, movies just keep getting better. Yeah. You know, man, and we, we'll we talk talked last podcast about they dropped a freaking nuke well yeah they dropped the nuke for oppenheimer yeah like but unbelievable enough this year the the best game to ever exist may have been made and this year my favorite movie outside of my sentimentality mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is my two favorite movies are musicals because my favorite movie is the first movie I ever watched and it was The Sound of Music with mm -hmm. my mother. My second favorite movie is La La Land because it, it, it was a musical and it made me realize why I loved movies so much. My third favorite movie and arguably my favorite movie outside of musicals. Dude, everything everywhere all at it once came not, out. It and does people not, forget that it came out this year. It does not. We've talked about this movie it a lot. It does not deserve the unrecognition that it does not have. Oh, uh, that movie needs to be put in the fucking... That movie needs an Oscar. No, no. The movie needs an Oscar. What? What's... I forgot what it's called. You would know this. What's, like, the national thing where they put, like, movies to, like, represent, like, the world? Or they just put Iron Man in it recently. Oh, the... The National Film Archive. Yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once needs to be in the National Film I, Archive. I agree. That movie... And, like, once again... We'll, we'll hit our quick surface because if not, we're going to be here for three hours. Um, I remember us watching the trailer in the theaters going, 
what the fuck another multiverse yeah. movie like what because is it came this? out right at the same time as multiverse of madness i believe so yeah yeah um and i remember you and i being like oh but like it looks it looks intriguing you know it's got a good cast um i like let's see what it's about and i remember months later we didn't even watch it in theaters we just didn't have the time you and i rented it yeah, we watched it in my room. What's funny is, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the first movie we watched on the Apple TV. On the Apple TV, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we and watched I, it, and we were <coughs> fucking stunned. And, and the reason I remember that it impacted us both is that you you and I talk during movies. Like, not an obnoxiously amount of time. But like we have no, little, like we, we crack jokes. and Yeah, like, yeah. But I don't think you and I said a word the whole movie because we were so... No, I think we said... I, I don't think we said words... I, th- I think we we said small like little wow things. yeah and then there were looks yeah because I remember vividly rocks yeah the rock shit and broke us I looked at you and both of us were just like like losing our shit and like you know I didn't go into this life thinking that rocks were gonna be the reason that I had an existential crisis but they were yeah and and just just everything the movie the the message the the cinematography the score just the actors relationships with each other i genuinely do not think and this is just our opinion that any movie this year has come close to that now mind you we have other movies that we like for example when we did our 2021 we both said the batman and we'll talk about the batman after this yeah I don't think that I was ready for everything everywhere all at once to become the the catalyst that it became for for us. Yeah. Specifically. Um I mean it I, deserves its Oscars. It, hopefully. Um, you and I can do a whole <laughs> shot by shot yeah, list we, if we needed to. No, but the thing is is that like we joke uh, between the two of us that like I'm the type of person who will go shot by shot and tell you why it's amazing and the cinematography for that. Everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once is the first movie I don't want to talk about. I just want to say, hey, watch it. Yeah. And and like, listen, if you don't get it, that's fine. Like, you I know, like, like everyone's allowed to their own opinion. You have to be a certain type of sad person to connect with that movie the level that we have mm-hmm. but that movie is so fucking it screams in your face cinema yeah i have nothing other to say of how good it is other than watch it to to give you i i think the best representation of the movie was you me and our friend aesthetica yeah always talking about it always making jokes mm-hmm. and then showing it to my girlfriend because uh-huh. she's like i just i, I need to like i want to know yeah what and her ending it and going i get it yeah um yeah i mean we'll we'll quickly talk about another one that you and i both saw before i get into some that i don't think you've seen Mm -hmm. um which is the one we just mentioned which is the batman yeah obviously our 2020 uh two most anticipated thing that we talked Mm -hmm. about before the year started um (laughs) it was good it was good it shouldn't have been called the batman we have an entire podcast about this yeah we did have an entire podcast about this and Obviously, I, I I do want to watch it again. I have still yet to watch it again. I think we should watch it again together. I think we should watch it again together just to really... Because you and I like watching the first time, kind yeah. of just watching it. And then 
then going again and yeah. looking at the finer details. Um, obviously, I'm a big Batman fan. You're a pretty big Batman mm -hmm. fan as well. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it was done really well. I, oh, think, I thoroughly enjoyed I it. I think they they did what they were going for, which was mm -hmm. a detective noir. Yeah. Batman. Early year Batman. And I think, obviously, Robert Pattinson killed it. I think everyone yeah. in the movie killed it. My one thing is I do wish that we got a little bit more of that Batman-Alfred relationship. I wish Batman talked more. I agree. I, I, I think, <laughs> Lots of grunts. I think Patters, Pattinson did very good in the physicality of Batman. I agree. I just didn't get Batman. And that's the joke that I always say. This wasn't a Batman movie. It was a Gotham movie. Mm -hmm. And fucking premier Gotham movie. Agreed. And I, I'm glad that they are expanding this world outside of just the mainline movies yeah. that we're going to be getting. Because these actors deserve those stories. They and should. The, and, they, yeah. and the world is a unique world. <laughs> and I think, like we said, as a standalone outside of what we talked about on the last podcast, this newer sort of universe, it does stand on its own. Yeah. And I think we we saw that. And like I said, when we have our rewatch, I think we'll find things that we liked more. We'll find things that we didn't like yeah. as much. Um, the score, real quick, though. No, yeah. On point. Beautiful. Um, uh, I mean, we're not going to beat a dead bat. Um, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll move on to one that I saw. I don't think you've seen it yet. Which at, one? At the, which is... Before Everything Ever All at Once was my top 2022 movie, mm -hmm. uh, which was The Northman. I haven't seen um, it yet. I was looking forward to it for a long time. I've always liked Robert Edgars, uh, and I like the cast that was involved in it. Anything... <laughs> this is Evan's, like... I don't even like saying in popular opinion. It's just a thing. I think that uh, the the future of, of cinema, the future of the film industry, uh -huh. uh, in terms of actress, is Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, because she just has been killing it in every single thing that she has been in. I didn't um, love her that much in the menu, but continue. That's fine. The menu was also a weird movie. It was. It like I didn't. We're getting well. Yeah, we're, we'll we'll get to that one. Uh, but the Northman, just as what it is, and obviously, like I said earlier, I love mythology. I love just ancient lore. You mm -hmm. know, not just mythology, but just like the Vikings, the Romans, um, all of that. Um, so it was such a unique world and, and to see how accurately they portrayed it and just the performances in this movie and how well the movie was shot and just the score and like <clears throat> I was in the theater watching it by myself like yeah. I, I went fully by myself on like a Tuesday uh, no one was in my theater it was just me and I was just experiencing everything and it was just it was a good movie yeah it's a really good movie and like i said before everything ever all at once i probably would have had it as my top 2022 movie okay just because of of how well it was shot and everything um okay but that's um, mine i, I guess one. i guess quickly i have two that i mm -hmm. want to talk about one will be a question the other one is a movie i think we should talk about mm -hmm. um nope yeah i had this oh, one on here too we we did talk about it in our looking forward to 2022 mm-hmm um, I think Nope is better on second viewing than it is I, on first. I agree because I watched it, I think like two weeks ago again. Yeah. I texted you. I was like, hey, I kind of want to rewatch yeah. some of the Peel movies. It was very good. Very good. The commentary on Spectacle, amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Much more heady. Like, Get Out and Us, very in your face on what they're supposed to mean. Mm -hmm. Um... Nope, much more about a bigger topic. Well, I don't want to say bigger. Uh huh. 
because spectacle and black oppression are not on the same wavelength but spectacle is on a different wavelength than than that um it's not something that is as as in the in the front of everyone's mind um and his commentary on it was just fantastic and his ability to have all of these like what ifs uh uh, uh quick spoiler uh is he alive at the end yes or no kind of situation mm-hmm. um wonderful movie wonderful movie the monkey scars me still monkey scars me monkey scars um me. the fact that the alien spoilers um the alien mm-hmm. looks like uh biblically accurate angels yeah. angel terrifying uh terrifying mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but impressive enough i like it more than us yeah. um yeah, it, uh, you, so my my question is biggest surprise of this year okay i mean like i said i still got a few then run through them because we don't want st- to we don't want to go through I, every well, movie this, we this, watch this one works as kind of my biggest surprise okay. because of not realizing the world that i was going to be enjoying mm-hmm. it much which is uh x and Pearl. okay uh because i saw x um with uh talia my girlfriend um and we thoroughly enjoyed it and it, it, yeah. it had its it's very stereotypical horror movie tropes but it did it so well and kind of just a little plot twist and the little things that it had here and there were really well done but we went man we kind of want to see more and then went hey by the way here's a prequel and we went oh shit yeah and then they go, by the way, the prequel comes out in like three months. I'm like, oh shit. And then you find out that there's going to be a third movie because they filmed all of these motherfuckers back to back. And I shit. just think that's amazing. And I think Pearl, I liked Pearl a little bit more just because of what it was, which was a character study of slight spoilers, the antagonist for the first X. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, it just surprised me because, you know, horror movies... It's it's very rare nowadays that you know we we have what Evan likes to categorize horror movies into the two things, which is your very horror movies that are what they are, which is just straight horror movies, mm-hmm. and then like the artsy horror movies, yeah. which are the ones that try to tip the line a little bit more, like your uh, Baba Dukes, your in this case, like I said, Pearl, etc. And sometimes you know they work, and sometimes they don't. Pearl worked, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I I am very interested in the route that they're going to go with this third movie. Um, okay. I have a third surprise, but we'll talk about that one. No, you say it. Uh, it's one that we watched about an hour ago, which is Glass, Glass Onion. Onion. Yeah. Uh, because I we finally got around <laughs> to watching it. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I didn't. Did I didn't think we were gonna enjoy it as much as we did. Honestly. Um, I have a very bad. Ex- I have very bad experiences with uh, detective movies. Mm-hmm. Um. The original Knives Out was the first detective movie in a very long time where I just I, I didn't know the ending before mm-hmm. and it was satisfying. I agree. Um this one also satisfying. Yeah, I think I think the movies do really well with making it once you know the information you know, very like, oh yeah, now that I see it, it makes sense. But you're trying to like put the pieces together and it's so interesting how it it has these little moments where we're like, it's that's gonna be important. But then we're like, fuck, this one thing that they said was a thing that was important. Yeah. You know, and just having that, like I said, it's 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 cool to every so often just like kind of be like, what's gonna happen next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the 
my key to a good detective movie is has to be entertaining ha- has to have a great very charismatic detective mm-hmm. but also has to get me surprised about who the culprit is but also in a way that at the very end when it's revealed i'm like that makes so much sense and a part of me thought that that might have been a possibility but i had ridden it off mm-hmm. you know like i had to almost have been put, able to put the the things together and then just barely said no this is more plausible um very very impressive movie um I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I'm excited if they if they're gonna make a third one. Agreed. Uh Be- Beniel? What's what's the guy's name? Um Montblanc. Blanc. Blanc. Blanc Beniot. Beniot Blanc. Beniot Blanc. There we go. Um great detective. And I love obviously Daniel Craig in the role. Yeah. I'm like <sighs> skimming through the movies that I've seen. I'll just quickly I mean, I was going to tell you my surprise. Yeah, what's yours? Dude, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Okay, I'm glad. I had that on Guillermo my list, Guillermo too. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio? What's the First actual off, fuck? Guillermo del Toro's had a year, man, because we're, we're still finishing them, but Cabinet was pretty really solid. I really liked Cabinet. I like Knob, nah, man, because the autopsy. The, the autopsy hey. one? I know. I, you said it correctly. Yeah. The autopsy one was great. The rest of them, forgettable. There was one that we saw. What's the one that we saw recently the painting one i like the painting one i didn't i thought it was i think it, it, i think there was too much dread and mm-hmm. not enough payoff fair 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 but um, yeah but uh, fascist pinocchio. pinocchio okay world war ii pinocchio uh, yeah, yeah. he wasn't fascist yes yes let's specify that but he did grow up in in world war ii Italy. yeah um uh so solid by the way dude i've been playing some of the songs every so often just because they're stuck in my head <laughs> yeah it, it just in general really cool movie yeah um, uh, amazing stop motion. Yeah, I was about to say the stop motion on point. And then like, <laughs> like an ending that is heartbreaking and lovely, but so realistic. All at this, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like it's we, one that we towards the end expected, but we were like, but I, this makes sense yeah. for the story. And and I I I would not be able to tell you because I do not know the original source material. I know it exists, mm-hmm. but obviously you and I grew up with Disney's. Pinocchio, Pinocchio, right? So we're used to the ending being a happy, like a just yeah, that straight happy ending. He becomes, a real, boy he becomes all... a real boy and everything like that. This ending is both beautiful, happy, and incredibly tragic, which is the most Guillermo del Toro bullshit. And it pays off so well. Agreed. So that was my surprise of the year. Nice, nice. Then we'll we'll, we'll just quickly scroll through some. Uh, Barbarian? Pretty solid. I think we enjoyed it more than Smile. hundred uh, percent. Fucking the, Smile. Sucks. The invitation uh, should have been uh, a little uh, sexier. No, sexier. Not Sorato. Yeah, yeah. Little, little, uh, little. menu. Whatever. Menu. I liked. I enjoyed. Um, Are you looking at your yeah my AMC letterbox? Was, oh. uh, Minions Rise of Gru. Fucking movie of the year. Uh, no, Lightyear. Ca- disappointed. Could have been a little bit better. Really? I enjoyed Lightyear. I haven't caught it. But like, I was so hyped up on it, and then I saw it. I was like, okay. Uh, Black Phone. Fucking amazing. You still need to watch it. Jurassic World Dominion. Surprisingly pretty entertaining from all of our standpoints. Halloween ends. Uh, <laughs> we have a whole podcast about it. Yeah. Uh, imp- impressive. Now, now here's and entertaining. Here's where Evan's gonna give a, a little bit more time to this specific one. 
If you guys want to watch the weirdest movie that I've seen in 2022, the one that just made me leave the theater with uh, Thalia going, what just happened? Mm. You guys need to watch the movie Men. Uh, really bizarre. Really odd. The last 20 minutes of Men, I think, has been the only time in my life that I've had my jaw open for the entire ending sequence. Mm -hmm. uh, Northman, fantastic. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 2, solid as always. Uh, oh, you we, know, it's funny. We did see Scream. Scream, pretty, pretty you good. You know, it's funny that as we're rounding off our movie lists, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, nowhere in our top, any Marvel movies. Uh, honestly, if I had to give one, no, the the two hours that we saw of Black Panther. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yes, uh, yes. Multiverse of Madness sucked. We we already it talked sucked. about. Uh, Love and Thunder was really hard to find that line between comedy and and no, and there grittiness. was no line. <laughs> what other? Uh, no, that came out last year. I was gonna be like, yeah. Spider Man was good, but that but came out last talking year. Talking about Marvel as we move on. Mm -hmm. Now, because we've talked about enough movies, mm -hmm. um, I don't like like I I think if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know that I have almost given up on mm -hmm. a lot of Marvel stuff. Um, I just don't find it entertaining. Um, Moonlight, Moon Knight though, yeah, Moon Knight slapped. Moon Knight uh, was fucking yeah, amazing. I, I'm not gonna get too much into the Marvel shows. I can give my quick thoughts. We'll save Moon Knight for last. Actually, no, we'll save another one that I have for last. Uh. She-Hulk, I enjoyed. I thought it was a good comedy. I uh -huh. People are people, and obviously the internet's the internet. Um, why am I forgetting the other shows that came out? Miss Marvel, I liked. I know it had a very divided you fan base. You are the only one. Yeah. Um, Moon Knight slapped. And obviously that's me Oh, you want to talk about the wolf one? Yes. Werewolf by Night slaps. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. Because Shit. just the short format that it had and still being able to do what it did, being one a homage to like old school horror mm -hmm. movies, introducing a new sort of facility to the MCU, being mm -hmm. like that sort of horror monstery kind of vibe, introducing motherfucking Man-Thing, which I think no one was expecting to love Man-Thing. I expected the Man-Thing because Man-Thing is fucking cool. Um... And just do being able to do all that in like a 50 minute format. Mm -hmm. Kudos. Okay. Kudos. My next uh, question. I how was uh, the Christmas special? Uh, the Guardians Christmas special made me cry. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk were the only um, Disney Plus shows. Uh, Marvel shows. Okay. That, uh, came out yeah, this year. Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight slaps. Amazing. That's just, once just, again, just I do wish it had like an episode or two more. Um, just because I will say some of the things did feel a little rushed. Yeah. Um, Layla, mommy. Uh, okay. We're just going to say that. Uh, Moon Knight just slaps. I really hope they do a season two just because of the way that they kind They're of They're going to do it. a season two. Hopefully. Uh, but I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac in, in the MCU. Me too. I think he killed it. I think. No, no. My man deserved an, an Emmy for yeah, what yeah. he did. My man really said, oh. I got you. Mm -hmm. uh, Ethan Hawke as the villain also did really, really good. Yeah. Um, just everything. In general, that show did very good. Of course. And being the sort of, I don't like saying the first, because if you want to think about it, Thor did. But I guess being another show that also introduced that sort of pantheon of the MCU, you know, with the Egyptian gods and also kind of showing us a little bit more of everything. Just really solid. 
Really yeah. solid. I loved Moon Knight. I am excited for more Moon Knight. Me too. Uh, since we're still on shows. No, no, no. We're staying on shows. <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, just recently, I've I finished watching Ed, Edge Runners, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I'm on episode um, four. Beautifully, beautifully tragic. Um, there, there are. <sighs> There are moments in Edge Runners mm-hmm. that are are just Edge Runners is such a fast uh, and like in your face show, but then there's these moments and this style to these moments that are silent and contemplative, and those moments hit very well. It's a very very good show. Yeah, I'm, but I'm... it is not better than my top show of the year. Did that come out in 2022? I will look it up. Okay, but um, go on. Yeah, I'll, I'll quickly hit mine that I, I don't think you've seen. Um, one of my top shows of the year, The Bear. Uh, it was on Hulu. Awesome. Okay. It's about, uh, it's a cooking show. It's about, okay. let me finish. It's not like an actual cooking show. Uh, but it's about like a guy from a culinary school that he was like considered like the best chef. And then he comes back home because his brother died. And now he's running his restaurant. But it does not step away from the sort of stressfulness of restaurants and um Jeremy Allen White who is known for Shameless uh absolutely killed it everyone in the show killed it very very accurate representation from what i've seen uh of how stressful and just sort of cooking uh in a restaurant is uh and i'm excited for the next season really really solid show i saw it on a whim cuz i saw an ad and i went i like this uh so that was good uh Barry season 3 I keep telling you, if you guys haven't, watch Barry. Really, really good show. Uh, Bill Hader is the main character. Quick little synopsis. It's about an assassin who decides he wants to retire and he stumbles into an acting class and decides, I'm going to be an actor. Uh, Really solid shows. The show... I'm dying. The show does not step away from the dark themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is one episode, which I will not say because I just want you guys to look forward to it, um, that I think has the most heartbreaking eight minutes that I think I've ever seen on television. On television. On television. Okay. Not movies. Everything, everywhere, all at once. No. Still, still well, that. That, that's close. Um, but if we're talking about specifically eight minutes, mm-hmm. up. Yes. I'll hit the other three because I don't, I know you haven't seen, mm-hmm. maybe you've seen this one. Um, Stranger Things. I saw slapped. it with you. You saw like what the the finale? No, with us. I saw the second to the third to last episode, and then I saw the last episode, and then I watched the rest. Okay, to catch so up. if yeah. you watch the rest on your time, then yeah, we can yeah. talk about it. Really solid season. So okay, see, I, I I think I've I keep on saying I think I've said this on this podcast. I know I've said it on the podcast. I hated season three. I know you did. Season four made up for it. Yeah, season four slapped. The ending, I I remember me and Aesthetico being on edge that entire finale, going, mm, "What's gonna happen?" Mm-hmm. And, and just 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 what it did, and sort of you know that that storytelling that it that, that has been doing, uh, really solid. Very excited for the last uh, season and sort of the route that they go with that. Yeah. And, and I I know that when it ends, it will be remembered as as one of the shows. Yes. Um. So that one, um, the boys. Always slapping as it does. I've never watched it. Uh, I've watched you, season one. You really need to watch it. Uh, every season, it it's, just amps it's it up. It's too much humor. It's, oh, homie, keep watching it then. 
No, no, I know it gets dark, but the thing is, is that like it gets gruesomely dark. Yeah, but and it, I, it, that's it, hard for me. I I get it, but it does it so well. Yeah, and just the characters and just those relationships. Uh, really, really, really good show. Okay. I'm so excited for the next season. Uh, and then this will be my final one before I talk about one that I know we both uh, watch, mm-hmm. uh, which is Peacemaker. Really solid. We that. talked a little bit about it in the last podcast. Um, John Cena is just so underrated as an actor. And I think he did a really solid job in this show. And just the ensemble. We've always said it. James Gunn with ensemble is always done really well Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think the show was a really good show and a very memorable show from this year okay (laughs) um i guess i'll talk about a few the sandman was fine i really need to watch it the sandman was fine uh Mm. i'm not gonna say more than that it was fine it did have the most quoted tiktok though which was um you came you You called called. yeah um wednesday Yes, had a I, lot of fun with I, that. I wanted to talk about that one, but I was waiting to see if you were going to talk about it. Really solid. Yeah. Really enjoyable. I agree. It was very enjoyable. You do have to turn off your brain a little bit. Uh, oh, no, no, it's no, not no. the greatest show. No, no, agreed. It does step into that sort of. But Jenna Ortega has my heart. Uh, why, YA fantasy novel type yes. tropes. But, um, it's very CW. Yes, yes. But uh, very enjoyable. It is. It is very enjoyable. Uh,. Jeffrey Dahmer, the show. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Yeah, I still haven't finished it. I only it, watched. It, I mean, it was fun. I watched episode one and two, and then I fell asleep. I don't love serial you. killer shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, like actually, like do the serial killer. I I rather documentaries on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but my top, 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 and it's only because of sentimentality. Because in every way, Edge Runners is a better show animated and story. But we knew this was going to be the top for me. So which it was is Critical 2022. Role. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, Arcane was 2021, okay, which, just is, making which sure. was what I wanted everyone to think of it course. was. Of course. Yeah, this is the one I was saving. Yeah, fuck, I love Dude. Vox Machina. I, I think those four weeks that we spent <laughs> those, like those watching are the it. happiest words I have. Th- those are the, the words that make me happiest in life. I grew up with Vox Machina. I love those motherfuckers. Yeah. And there's just so many cuz cuz you you guys as people cuz a lot of our friends have started to get into critical role and stuff like that. But everyone started at season 2 with yeah. Bo Ford, Jester, all of those people. And I've been talking about Vox Machina for so long. And you guys now understand why I love them so yes, much. Yes, and I think obviously which I believe this is the last podcast. I'm not sure where we did a, a critical role. Maybe. Vox I don't Machina remember. Breakdown. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, just, just the fact of the 12 episodes, it was able to tell the Whitestone arc effectively as it yeah, did. Yeah, it was a bit rushed and the yeah, animation which, wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of times where you and I went, hmm, that's rough. Yeah. And there were a lot of times that we went, damn, that like, I don't remember what it was, but there was an explosion and you and I went, that was a good explosion. So my favorite moments, obviously, because it's the White Stone Arc, slight spoilers. Um, my favorite moments are obviously with Percy. And yeah. Percy had the two coldest motherfucking moments. The one where they're questioning him about his gun. Yeah, and then and and they're like, who's the fifth bullet for? Uh and he and he's like and he doesn't say anything, but the shadow shows him holding the gun up to his head, which is Obviously, these are the things that you can show in TV shows that are not done in the four hours 
of you know like in a DD session I'm you're like like let's say your character asks that to another character. I'm not gonna be like in the shadow behind them. Yeah, you, you see, see them. The, you know the, like that's yeah. not something, but it's those touches. And then the explosion that we're talking about is when he when they were all fighting, and he goes fucking ballistic and he shoots, and the explosion if you go frame by frame shows the devil inside oh, yes. the explosion. Those are the moments that fucking had me. And then and then the last few episodes when they're fighting, that's where all the budget went. Yeah. Um, I remember just, just, it was so fun. It was like seeing you as a kid in a candy store when I would like be watching you're like, that's a reference to that thing. That's a reference to that thing. Yeah. And I just remember even me, even me being able to recognize just a few things like they just showed Tusk Love in the bookstore. <laughs> yeah. There were um, so many references. Like little things. And I think <laughs> it was so fun to see Matt those, always dying. Those Matt always dying, which was so funny the first time we picked up on it. Yeah. But just being able to watch it as as a fan of of the critical role cast mm-hmm. and being able to finally dwell into those characters uh that I know you have such fondness for uh really really great and the voice performances they're voice actors obviously they start off their podcast saying just a bunch of nerdy no, ass voice and also like, they are they're voicing it. they're also voicing their characters yeah and they all killed it Scanlan yeah. was great every music song that he sang and percy was obviously in my opinion the highlight because it was his arc um and just just everyone just killed it i am so excited for season two and i think it's gonna be mm, so the chroma solid. conclave is coming yeah and i remember that season ending you going no way they're doing it and i go doing what and you went and then you <laughs> and then you see what you see i'm not gonna spoil it yes um yeah that wraps up my tv shows well, wrapping up our TV shows, mm-hmm. I think it was a nice way to transition to a different type of TV show, which is anime. Really solid I, I year didn't for really anime. watch a lot of anime this yeah, year, yeah. if I'm being you, honest. You want to yeah. say that as you have an Anya cup here in your house? No, no, no. I said I didn't watch a lot of anime. Mm. I watched the fucking masterpiece that yeah. is Spy so Family. So Spy Family took the world by storm. Yeah. As it should. Yeah. Uh, Spy Family was definitely, in my opinion, I think, like the justification of anime this year. Just my opinion. I don't know. Um, a lot of <laughs> Chainsaw Man has been doing a lot for the community. I I'm really behind. I'm I've only, watched all of it. I'm it, only it, it on goes episode hard. four. It goes hard. Um, but I, from what I've seen, I've enjoyed. Yeah, and I am excited to to do more. Um, Demon Slayer that season was really solid. Yeah. That, those last two episodes, really pretty. Yeah, animation has always done wonders. Mm-hmm. Uh, UFO table has has knocked it out of the park with that. UFO table. UFO table. UFO table. UFO table. I like saying UFO table. Mm-hmm. Makes it sound spacey. Uh, Bleach came back. I've been enjoying that. I know you're not a big Bleach I'm guy. I'm not a but, huge Bleach fan. Uh, to, to, the last, I think it was two episodes, three episodes ago. Aesthetica would know. That fight scene popped off. Okay. Uh, just absolutely yeah. amazingly animated. Anything else? I mean, yeah, one- Blue Lock is great. Yeah. I and love Blue my Lock. My favorite thing is that this year is, is my validation. For soccer, as a no, as a manga person, mm. because Spy Family, and you can you can you can call me out if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but did I not mention both Spy Family and Blue Lock to you before you did. they you ever did. got you, you anime ad- you adaptations? You mentioned Spy Family, and I remember I was gonna read it, and then you were the one that was like, "Oh, actually, there's an anime coming out soon, yes. so we'll just wait for that." I go, "Okay," <laughs> and I do remember you being like, "Dude, if they ever um, animate Blue Lock, it might be on that high Q level." And I was like, okay, 
I get it. And it, so I caught up to the, the manga. Holy shit. A blue lock? A blue lock. Mm. Holy shit. If they get, if it continues, and I think it will because there's a lot of people like blue lock. Mm-hmm. Um, it did also come out during the World Cup, so I think that helps. Well, yeah, that always helps. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be... That's going to be awesome. Yes. Um, I'm very excited. We got a few announcements I really want to talk about just because you mentioned them. To Haikyuu movies to end it off. Yes. I Obviously, we're sad that it's going. Obviously, I would have liked... I don't know how they're going to do that, though. I don't know either. I would they really have really liked... Do, they still have to do the ending of this tournament arc. They have to do Kenma and... And then they have to do... And the other people. Yes. And then they still have to do... A thing that we... You and I both know that yeah. we can't say yet. Yeah. Um, um, and... If that's a whole movie, I'm gonna love that. I think it will be a whole movie. <sighs> I just want the one moment, which is not a spoiler plot-wise at all for mm-hmm. IQ, but there's a full moment where uh, Hinata looks at some person and goes, dude, do you like One Piece? He goes, yeah. He goes, oh. my favorite, Zoro. And it's such a wholesome moment. There's, <laughs> this is a slight spoiler. I want the one moment that 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 is in the manga that kind of validated everything, which is... I'm not going to say who it is. Mm-hmm, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say what it is. But there is someone in one of the games in the end, the close to the ending. I mean, you know that it's a volleyball. There's going to be games mm-hmm. um, that he goes, is that Ninja Hinata? And I go, ex fucking excuse me. And I was so happy at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that means nothing. If you don't know what I'm talking agreed. about, that's why it's not a spoiler. If you know what I'm talking about, it's awesome. Um, I'm excited for that. When do you know? Do you know when the first one is coming out? No, I think okay. I think it didn't. I think it was a 2020, late 2023 release. Okay, if I'm okay. not mistaken. I'm fine with that. Um, if we're talking about movies, Film Red was okay. Yeah, I mean the soundtrack slapped. Yeah, yeah, no. But I, I think I think was a the whole movie was a music video. Agreed, agreed. And I I think the ending was cool, but I think there was a lot of. I think a lot of the other movies had a little bit better pacing. I do and just too. a little bit more. We'll watch some of them because I know you've never watched. No, no, no. But I, I've I've heard of the pacing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think Red. I think Red was a hype movie. I because of everything that's happening in One Piece right now. I did want to mention that, which I was gonna apply Traffickers Law for this. Um, I mean, we already talked about One Piece. If not the manga, we could get into a whole separate discussion. The anime this year has been so good. Yes, it has. Because there's been so many episodes that were just beautifully animated that had the, just good the Yamato fight Ace one. Oh. The Yamato Ace one. Luffy um, walking between the Yonkos. Luffy walk- if I'm not mistaken, I think this one was 2021. I'm not too sure. But the one where they all put their cups down, that episode, I think that was 2021. But I'm not sure. I don't know either. Where it's, uh, where by it's- the way, these are not really spoilers. Because you'd have to be so caught up, caught up yeah. that you'd have to know what um, we're talking about. But yeah, just really solid, solid, solid episodes. episodes this year. So, and 2023. Oh, it's going to be mm. 2023. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say anything more because that is a huge spoiler. Yeah. 2023. 2023. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last one that I did want to do, and I don't know if you've watched this one mm. yet. When I tell you, when I tell you, when I tell you, Tono. That Kaguya-sama season oh, three. I heard. The fact that, if I'm not mistaken, I think for like a month, was on the top uh, for anime, my yeah. anime list, which was taken by Full Metal Family. Alchemist Brotherhood for like the last like 10 years. 
Yeah. It, it toppled it. Yeah. Now, mind you, I think Full Metal's back up. No, no, it was Spy Family for a while. Oh, that makes sense. Also, Spy Family, but uh, it was Kaguya Sama, if you have not watched season three, if you have not watched the show, first off, mm. go watch the show. But season three had such an important moment that changes I have the to entire watch it. show. I have to and watch it. And when I tell you, bro, I know what moment it is. Yes. But I have I to threw, watch it. I threw my phone across the room in such in such content. Mm. Um, yeah, go watch Kaguya Sama. I will. Um, no, I'm uh, talking to everyone. OP, not as good as the other two. Agreed, 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 agreed. But agreed, like, agreed, agreed. Very hard to be, uh, what was the, the first one called? Oh, I um, <laughs> I think it's, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the first one. I always remember Daddy, Daddy do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What's funny was when you said I went, it's Daddy, I was like, no, no it's, it's the not. second one. Um, okay. Oh, Let's- it's, uh, oh, sure, and Mr. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I just don't remember just don't the name remember. of the song. I think it's literally just called Love is War. Okay. Um, let's that's that's there's a lot of things that came out this year that were a lot of fun. Of course. Um, is there any moment this year, maybe outside of um, I know that Ken uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if we're talking about Yeah, yeah, we're talking about no, like everything in general. Uh, now. We lost a lot of people. We did. Um Kevin obviously. Conroy. For me personally, Kevin Conroy was one of the biggest ones mm-hmm. just because of he was Batman to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I was able to talk to him at a, at a convention and, mm-hmm. and just he was such a good soul. And you could tell like like there's a lot of like quote unquote celebrities and a lot of people that you meet that that you you can tell that like they may not be as genuine as mm-hmm. they seem. Kevin Conroy was such a genuine person and you could tell the love that he had for what he did and the love that he had for the people that he interacted with, you know, the fact that when I was able to talk to him, you know, obviously I asked him some questions, but he was just as engaged with me. Like, Oh, like, like, I'll never forget. Like I, I, I went up to him and I just went, uh, listen, you know, just, I was lucky. Like no one was in his line. Like, I think it was towards the end of his panel or whatever. Like no one was there. And like, you, you can talk to them. Like they're people. Yeah. Just go up and talk to them. You don't have to pay to I talk mean, to them. I mean, this year I went to my first convention with you guys. Yeah. And, and like you saw it is like, you don't, got, you don't have to pay to talk to them. Yeah, we talk to them. Uh, like, obviously, if you can't be there for like an hour and a half yeah. if there's like 30 people behind you. But uh, but it was just me and Kevin Conroy for like 20 minutes. And I just remember being like, hey, you know, I'm sure you get this a lot, but you were you were a big part of, of why I like what I like. And, you know, Batman was such a big role model to me. Um, and, you know, I, I grew up with your voice and I grew up with when I hear Batman, I hear you and just the just hearing your stories and hearing your 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 background in theater and you know all these other things really really has really touched me and it really inspired me and just you know him being grateful and, and then him being the one it's like like you know what like have you played the games like you know what do you think about batman and and just being able to have that repertoire and i remember asking him like like what what do you think you embody with batman and he looked at me and he goes you know, I don't think anyone has ever asked me that. And it was just that sort of being able to like, you know, there's a saying like, never meet your heroes. Yeah. But like I did. And he was as much of my hero as I remembered. Okay. Um, not as uh, heartfelt as that. The queen died. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> the queen. Yeah, man. That woman finally... Uh, that woman finally uh, decided that she was done leading entire nation. Um, 
there's a couple of other people that passed away uh two in particular that uh by their own hand which uh suck yeah uh we won't talk about that um anything else that happened 22 too it's it's been a long year yeah i mean like i said i'm sure as we always say once the podcast is gonna be like damn we yeah but i think 2022 was it's a good year was a good year and i think it was for the world i think a, a good year i agree and i think i think it had its hardships but i think every year has its hardships yeah and i think moving forward we're gonna be fine and we're gonna have more things to talk about mm -hmm. season In three incoming Season three incoming. Today's the end of season two. We're gonna have the uh, the kid that talked about Bill Clinton on the podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a lie. We're that not. is a full lie. Yeah, 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 don't promise things we can't deliver. Mm -hmm. Um, but through everything, through twenty twenty two, through twenty twenty one, if you've been listening that long, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're gonna go into twenty twenty three. We're gonna have a episode on what we're looking forward to in the year, and um. We hope that uh, you either start or continue to uh, follow us through these years as we as we deal with everything that we can play, we can watch, and that happens in this world. Thank you so much for watching again. I hope that my personal hell is not scats, but skidaby bow. I deserve that one. Wapa. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything, everyone. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's uh, and we'll see you in 2023. Be safe. Be kind. Um, don't forget to hold the people closest to you. You never know what can happen. Yeah. And just remember that every year we are dedicated to bringing you a slice of that nerdy goodness. <laughs> And we are so looking forward to what the future has in store for not just this podcast, but for ourselves and for all of you. So this is us signing off for 2022. And promising looking, 52 episodes in 2023. I'm saying it now because new, I'm putting it on you. That's fine. Promising the new 52. That's the new 52. Like Maybe fifty five. Hey, that's not copyrighted. We got we got those bonus episodes that we can we no, can throw no, yeah, up. but for sure fifty two. For sure fifty two. And, and um, we are looking forward to what the future holds. Yeah. So we'll see you in twenty twenty three. Signing everyone. off. You can say it for one last time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>